0: Email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this week's episode, we're looking at a fudge recipe that you're going to go back to time and time again. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I am your host, Marge, and I'm very happy that you're here with me this week in a brand new year. This is the first Thursday of 2022. Can you believe it? Finally, we're putting 2021 behind us. And the year that was 2020, it's been a difficult couple of years. And I'm sure like all of you, you're looking forward to a much brighter, freer, different feeling 2022. Lockdown where I am, which is very disappointing. My daughter owns a restaurant and it hasn't been an easy go for her. She bought it, oh, maybe less than a year before the start of the pandemic. And what 19 year old at the time? can expect to take on the joys and tribulations of running a restaurant as a young entrepreneur and a new entrepreneur only to find yourself trying to operate a restaurant during a pandemic. It has been challenging to say the least. And now this latest lockdown has indoor dining closed once again. They're closing gyms, they're closing yoga studios and all those things. uh, And yet I will still be working at the dispensary. Nothing has changed when it comes to shopping and retail. It doesn't make a lot of sense, and no matter how you feel about this particular pandemic at this point in time, I'm sure you're sick of it, just like I am, and I would just like it to be all over. But I think we're getting there. I think we are getting there. And I think I've mentioned this before, that edibles have certainly helped me to cope during these last couple of years, and they will continue to do so. And I'm hoping that some of the recipes and conversations that we're having here on the podcast are going to help you cope with the same difficulties of living at a time when you're just trying to avoid getting sick. So I hope today's recipe will help you accomplish that goal. Who doesn't love a little fudge? I know many of you may have made New Year's resolutions, but this one necessarily won't help you if you've made health-related goals because there is sugar and chocolate and all those good things in these particular fudge in this particular recipe naturally it's fudge but before i get into that support it means so much when you're listening to this it means so much to me jack so thank you and if any of you out there are curious about what that means you can find the link for buy me a cookie somewhere in the show notes i think they're always there so if that's something you would be interested in doing to help support the show i always appreciate it because it takes a lot of time energy and money to keep this show going and every little bit helps So thank you again for that, Jack. And I also want to give a shout out to Steve. Steve from Minnesota, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are. This recipe is your recipe. Steve sent me this recipe last month, and I had to give it a try. It was really good. He's actually sent me a couple more recipes and been keeping me abreast on some of the tasty things that he's been creating in his kitchen. And I got to say, super impressed. And I know many of you out there are making pretty fun and interesting edibles that you're using to medicate yourself and kudos to you because honestly it's fun to make your own edibles it's a hell of a lot cheaper than buying in the store and way more satisfying especially because you can tailor them to your specific needs whatever those might be and the store that I work at we have all kinds of edibles but you're pretty limited in the Canadian market I'm sure you've heard this before 10 milligrams for an entire package so you think you're getting five milligrams in a package wonderful but they're only two milligrams each not so wonderful uh, for someone like me that's not even going to get me started. Now, there's not that's not to say that for a lot of people that is very having low dose edibles is wonderful. Actually my husband Chris likes the low dose edibles. He's found that he's pretty sensitive to THC and yeah. He really likes having the option of doing partial doses or micro doses or what have you. 10 milligrams is sort of a good level for him. So that works great, but it's not even so much the dosing. It's a lot of the times the ingredients that they put in these particular edibles and the fact that they're pretty expensive for what you get. We're selling lemon poppy seed cakes in our store and you get two poppy seed cakes in the package. And I think they're retailing for about 12 bucks for two five milligram little poppy seed cakes. Not very big. Uh, There's no best before date on them either, so not particularly fresh from what I can tell. Who knows when they're, I guess we know when they're packaged, but with no best before date, how long will they be kept in the store? Who knows? But making your own edibles means freshness is ensured. And this fudge recipe brought to you by Steve is no exception. I enjoyed this recipe so much. I ended up making it twice over the holidays. I made it the first time infused, of course, because that's what I like to do. And then I made a second version uninfused because Chris has been complaining that I'm always cooking up delicious treats in the kitchen because most of my edibles do tend to be on the sweet side, but I'm making up all these tasty things and they're always infused. And he's like, could you, for the love of God, could you please make something that's not infused so I can just eat it? So I was like, you know what? Fine. It's Christmas. I'm feeling generous. I made a version of this fudge that was not infused only to find that Chris really wasn't a huge fan of fudge. Um, I guess I should have checked in with him beforehand. I think he was hoping that I'd make cookies, which I still haven't gotten around to, but I probably will shortly because I did stock up on some more ingredients than I needed. But I think he was hoping for cookies more so than fudge. So unfortunately that meant that I ate my own body weight in fudge over the holidays and that, folks, is the, one of the biggest reasons why I like to infuse my sweets, because my sweet tooth sometimes gets out of control. Uh, thank you, Dad, for the inheriting of your sweet tooth. My dad is often fond of saying that one of his favorite things is a glass of milk with a swirl of maple syrup in it. And you wonder why I like maple syrup so much. Well, I think it's coursing through my veins since childbirth, likely. And so I ate a ton of fudge and it was delicious. I did don't really have too many regrets, but when you infuse something, you have to be so much more mindful about what you're eating. There is no, oh, just one more because that, oh, just one more could lead you to not feeling so great an hour later. And that's something you want to avoid. So it's just a built-in portion control, if you will, and it allows me to control that sweet tooth. So that's one of my little hacks that I use to enjoy sweets, but not overdo it. Uh, speaking of which, I did have an incident over the holidays before I get into this particular recipe. I made some cookies and I was making them for somebody in mind, somebody specific, and they like strong edibles. They like them far stronger than I do. Um, they ha- maybe quadruple the dose of something. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I just know that they wanted them strong. So I made them strong. But when I was doing my calculations, I used my T check and I've been actually using that little device more and more. I've been finding it super helpful in calculating the potency of my infusions. And that gives me confidence when I'm making something for somebody else, because if it's me, I'm a little, you know, I can experiment a little bit more but when you're gifting them, you need to be careful. So I've been using it more. Uh, it's a little finicky sometimes, mainly because you have to get the infusion to the right temperature before it'll properly calibrate and and give you the results that you're looking for. But I came up with the butter and then I used them to make cookies and I calculated them out and there's something wasn't quite right about it. I, I couldn't really put my mind on it, but I had this batch of cookies and I hadn't packaged them up yet. And in passing, I was in the kitchen one evening, Chris and I were just sort of puttering around. It was around dinner time. And he mentioned that he had eaten a bit of a cookie, one of the new cookies that I had made and nothing really, I never really thought much of it at the time. I think he kind of said that he was doing it, but it didn't really register probably because I was making dinner or doing something to that effect. And, he was really kind of mentioning it about an hour after he ate it. Cause I think he was starting to feel the effects. And I was a little surprised because Chris is often pretty cautious with his edibles eating and he had eaten them like an hour before I had. So I hadn't had any edibles yet that evening. And he was starting to get a little high, a little giggly, but it became pretty clear very quickly that he was starting to get a little too high a little uncomfortably high. And I don't know if you've ever had that feeling. I've had that feeling more times than I care to count. And I thought, uh-oh, there's something going on here. And he proceeded to get quite high. Like I said, uncomfortably so. And we spent the next four hours just trying to keep him calm. We watched some comedy. I I uh, incorporated some self-soothing uh behaviors and different things to help i wish i'd remembered the the peppercorn thing uh we tried a little cbd that didn't really seem to have much effect but we did our best to work through this and i realized later the next day i had one of those oh fuck moments and it's not a moment i'm really proud of but i looked at the infusion that i made because i thought how is it that he got so high i didn't really understand it these cookies were strong but i didn't think they were that strong Uh, based on my calculations. And I realized, I'm almost almost embarrassed to say this, but I realized the infusion, I had the the results from the tea check and it said, I think it was 14 milligrams per milliliter or something to that effect. And I was like, okay. And then I had that eureka moment, like, oh shit, that's what I did right there. And when I was doing the calculations for the cookies, I figured out how much butter i had put in these cookies And then I took the milligrams per milliliter, but accidentally calculated as per teaspoon. And there's five milliliters in a teaspoon, not one milliliter. So the cookies appeared to be far less potent than they actually were. And I had to go back with my tail tucked between my legs and uh, confess to Chris that I had miscalculated the potency of these cookies And the reason that he got so high was because they were about 85 milligrams and he had probably therefore eaten 30 or 40 milligrams. Now, I think I just said a few minutes ago that Chris's preferred dose right now, it could be 10 to 15 milligrams. So as you can imagine, I think it's more, more towards 10 milligrams we've, we've discovered. And so I overdosed my husband and it's not something I attempted to do. I wanted to do. Obviously I hate to see that and I felt so guilty and I really didn't want to say that. So this is just a reminder folks that when you're doing your calculations, please be careful. If you're using something like a tea check, the results are per milliliter, not per teaspoon. And if you fuck that up, you're going to seriously undervalue the potency of whatever it is that you're making. And I'm just sharing this with you because as embarrassed as I am that this happened. It's a reminder to everyone that you have to be vigilant when you're making edibles for other people. If I had overdosed myself and actually I did eat a bit of a cookie that night, but because I, I only had a small piece of it. So I did get pretty high myself, but not to the same degree that Chris did, but mistakes happen and they can happen quite easily if you're not paying attention. And I have to admit I had one of those moments. So don't do what I did. Don't overdose your friends and loved ones, please. And if you have any questions about the T check and how to use it, by all means, shoot me a message. If you are interested in using the um, dosage calculator over my website, that's another good way. The one drawback is without knowing the actual THC percentage of your flower, you're sort of guessing sometimes, which can also alter the potency results that you end up with, but at least you have a benchmark for what you're working with and you can always always start with a little bit less. So if you figure your your cookies are therefore at the end worth 30 milligrams each, but you're not really sure because you had to guesstimate the potency of your flour that you're using, then, you know, don't eat that full cookie or or whatever the case might be, start with a little bit less, and then you can figure out for that batch how it's going to affect you. And then maybe perhaps consider not sharing those ones or unless you know sort of how people react to the edibles that you give them already, because sometimes you get a pretty good idea. You know, your one friend, like something that's lower dose so you can inform them correctly, but yeah, don't do what I did. So that's my PSA of the day. Don't overdose your friends and family, pay attention and use the resources that you have at hand, free resources. That calculator is free. you have on hand to figure out how potent they are. Having said that, I do have a device or not a device, but a test kit that I just got in the mail not that long ago for testing the potency of your flower. So if you're a home grower, this could be pretty interesting. I haven't used it yet. I'm going to be trying that out. So I will be reporting back on that very soon because I'm interested to see how that works and how accurate it is, especially in terms of using it for, making edibles because i mean if you're a home grower and you grow something and you realize oh this is about you know 15 milligrams that's great you smoke it but the ramifications can be a little bit different when you're making edibles sometimes a little bit of that extra accuracy is important but in any case stay tuned for that so let's go back to the fudge recipe that was a bit of a digression but. This won't take that long. Steve's peanut butter fudge recipe is wonderful because it is simple. You only need a handful of ingredients, though you may have to go to the store to pick up a couple of them because you won't necessarily have them on hand. And I found this because they call for marshmallows and I didn't have marshmallows on hand. I did actually happen to have the evaporated milk, which was a bit of a surprise. I do remember buying it because I thought I was buying sweet and condensed milk and picked up a can of evaporated instead. And lo and behold, I finally found a use for it. So that was a happy little, happy little discovery. But beyond those two, you're going, those two ingredients, you're going to need bittersweet chocolate, peanut butter, light brown sugar, and your infused butter. And that's it. It's a pretty simple recipe to make. And it's a one pot kind of recipe. So you're throwing everything into the pot. I mean, I'll I'll post the recipe so you can see exactly in what order and what have you, but everything goes in the pot and you heat it and stir it and allow it to incorporate and then you pour it into a parchment lined pan. And that's when you would swirl in your peanut butter and you let it set. You let it set at room temperature for a little bit and then you let it set in your fridge for a couple more hours and then you cut it into cubes to your desired size. And how simple is that? That's what makes it so great is because I love simple because simple means you're actually going to do it, especially if you're a busy person like myself. Now, I will say a couple little things I noticed. The first time I made this one, I went to go make it and I didn't have butter on hand. I didn't have infused butter. I tend to make more infused coconut oil. So I used infused coconut oil for this one. And I'm going to say that I didn't really like the results as much as I did when I made it with the butter. In this case, the butter was better, and I'm pointing this out because in a lot of instances, I find coconut oil and butter are often interchangeable in recipes; they're easy to swap in and out. I do it all the time for like cookies and various things like that, without issue. But I just found that the coconut oil didn't incorporate nearly as nicely as the butter did. So, if you're looking at doing this one, it's definitely not a vegan vegan. Um, this is definitely not a vegan recipe. So, use the butter. I think you'll be happier with the results. And because the coconut oil didn't incorporate as nicely, the the homogene- how how do you say that word? The hum- it's not going to be as homogeneous. So it could, if you're using infused coconut oil like I did, you might end up with a piece with a lot more of the coconut oil than the next one, which means you're not going to have necessarily a uh, as accurate potency per piece as you would otherwise if it was properly incorporated throughout. So that's another reason why using the butter is better. Now, the other thing I was thinking, and I haven't tried this, but if you are somebody who's not really into peanut butter, you could probably just leave that out because that ingredient is something that you swirl into the pan once you've poured it all into the pan and it hasn't set. Of course, you're you're putting in the peanut butter and swirling it in and uh, right at the very end but what if you don't like peanut butter or you have an allergy to it or whatever the case might be? You can leave it out. No problem. But you know what I thought would be even more interesting is what if you swapped it for caramel and suddenly you have caramel fudge. And as somebody who is a sucker for caramel, I think I'm going to have to try this. Now, the other great thing about this recipe to sum up is that you can freeze it. So while I ate all of the non-infused fudge over the holidays and ate it in a disgustingly short amount of time, I still have lots of the infused fudge because I froze it. And when you freeze it, that means what I do in the evenings, I can go to my freezer, I take out however many pieces I feel will get me to the level of uh, elevation that I'm looking for. I can take them out, put them on a plate. You can eat them right from frozen too, actually, but if you let them, you know, thaw for at room temperature for a couple minutes, it might be a little nicer and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it keeping or anything like that. And then they're there when you're ready. And it's a delightful way to just have a nice little surprise in your freezer when you, when you want it. And you don't have to feel like you have to eat it all up in a short period of time. So That is the peanut butter or caramel fudge recipe as brought to you by Steve and interpreted by myself, Marge. So I hope you enjoy that one. And if you try it out, let me know how you find it. I would love to hear. Now, I know this isn't probably the healthiest recipe. And if some of you are looking for something healthier because it's the new year and we're trying to start out on the right foot, I totally understand. And I do have some healthy recipes coming up. And I also have a conversation with Derek Gilman, the Managing Director of the Gangier Cannabis Sommelier Certification Program that I took part in over the course of the last year. He's coming on as a guest upcoming as well. I believe that's next week if you're listening to this in chronological order. And I'm really excited about that conversation too. So just a couple of things that are coming up this month. So I think that's it for this week, my friends. Once again, I hope you're starting out the new year with lots of great edibles and you're spending some quality time in the kitchen cooking what you love. And until next week, my friends, stay high.